everyone, and welcome to the Creative Cast. My name is Lucas Hamann, and this week we got uh, someone from um, Düsseldorf again. It uh, has been quite, quite some time since we had someone local on the show. And uh, she has been for quite some time a creator and a project and culture manager for different events. Uh, for example, the Berlinale in, in Berlin. And since 2017, she founded her own company called Change Animal, where she works as a facilitator, a digital host, where she manages and coaches projects and teams. I'm excited to talk with you. We got Christina from Fragstein with us. Welcome. Thank you for the invitation, Lucas. All right. Let's kick things off with um, hearing a bit of your background and how you ended up becoming um, basically or founding your own company around this. Yeah, my name is Christine von Fragstein. I'm based in Düsseldorf, as Lukas mentioned. But actually, I consider myself a cosmopolitan because I've been working in the EU region, in the European region, mm. for many, many years in international projects. Mm. Um, basically, I studied culture management. And later on, I went into the film business and I directed and um, invented and created many different projects for film festivals mm -hmm. and for cultural initiatives all around Europe. Okay, so far As, so good. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I mentioned some of them. Uh, I'm the funding director of Berlinale Talents, mm -hmm. which is an initiative for young filmmakers from all over the world. Okay. And uh, later on, I curated uh, the programs for the Zurich Film Festival. I invented a children's film festival for Zurich and uh, worked for the cultural cities, for example, for the Ruhr region here in Germany mm -hmm. and um, proceeded as a project manager for like 15 international projects. I see. I see. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in you, uh, like specifically, like why, where your personal ambitions or reasons that you're doing this as a young girl i was very much attracted by art mm. i was very into cinema european cinema i worked in cinemas in my hometown in south of germany mm. and i always felt like oh i want to go to the theater i want to uh, travel a lot I want to meet uh, people from different regions and cultures and international backgrounds. And this was like a dream. Mm -hmm. And um, despite coming from a rather provincial, rather village region, okay. <laughs> I thought, um, well, let's go to Cologne, study arts or study cultural management mm -hmm. and travel a lot. And actually, I started as you, Lucas, I started as a photographer. Ooh, okay. So I um, I was traveling a lot and doing exhibitions about India and Latin America. Mm -hmm. And later on, after my studies in Germany, in Cologne, I decided to go into the creative industries. And first I worked for a film fund, the Filmstiftung NRW, NRW which is our regional film fund. Mm -hmm. And I met a lot of directors and um, super cool producers. 
And um, I thought this is exactly the sea I want to swim in. <laughs> okay, so so you found, you know, uh, a good place where you can play out your skills. Mm -hmm. Okay, exactly. okay, nice. And <clears throat> so you did that for quite a while, and then you, um, 2017 arrived, and you thought, okay, I need a change in my life. Mm -hmm. How did that yeah, I Yeah, what happened actually, I had been working like for 18 years as a project manager with 15 international projects. Mm -hmm. And I thought uh, this has become so much as a routine. Mm -hmm. So I would like to explore some more uh, on the communication side of the creative industries. Okay. And what I perceived all over those years and observed is that the communication skills and the team management is so crucial mm -hmm. about the success of projects mm -hmm. that I decided uh, to study two more in two more fields, one in the systemic and hypnosystemic um, coaching scene and the second as a facilitator. A facilitator is like a moderator for change processes. And a facilitator is enabling and empowering and easing um, change management processes, mm -hmm. okay. which means like a moderator, like giving a good frame for good communication. Mm -hmm. And I thought I want to be on the meta level much more than on the operative level. Mm -hmm. And I decided uh, to create my company, which is called change animal mm -hmm. okay, <laughs> and i always okay. said i used to be a party animal now i'm a change animal. <laughs> <laughs> i love that okay what what does it what does it stand for what does it mean why change animal yeah anima is like the soul you know the soul of change anima comes from latin mm -hmm. and uh, change of course is transformation um empowerment and um, a lot of courage to mm -hmm. develop new ideas and changing current systems. So I thought the anima, the soul of change or the change animal, because I'm also working with lots of um, animal illustrations from Sweden mm -hmm. in my company as um, affirmations and like metaphoric, metaphoric uh, uh, pictures. Mm -hmm. So change animal um, is like the soul for transformation. Okay, love that. And so you basically um, help help companies in, in different areas, right? To um, improve on their communicational and creative um, problems to get to the to their goals faster. Why are they lacking? What is why is like specific things you see them struggling with that you help them? I'm um, currently um, helping many institutions and uh, foundations to, to develop a new strategy, a vision, how to cope with the pandemic system, for example, the pandemic situation right yeah. now. And as a, maybe I can give you a little example. I, I'm working for the cultural ministry of um, North Rhine-Westphalia right now. Yeah. We have like, 
50 different film festivals and film institutions in North Rhine-Westphalia. Mm -hmm. And they all had to cope with the situation that their initiative seminars, festivals could not be produced uh, in an present and analog way anymore. Yeah. So we um, built up a, in, uh, an association for those film festivals, mm -hmm. which is called the Netzwerk Filmkultur NRW. Mm -hmm. And they built up a network and they are working together on solutions, how to do festivals and seminars and all their offers in a digital way and how to do a lot of lobbying and a lot of political work for film culture in our state. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how to yeah. maybe also communicate that properly yeah. to their mm -hmm. audience. Yeah, to communicate uh, audience, to share ideas, to find synergies, because mm -hmm. they all have the same challenges. How can we, um, first of all, um, develop our programs in a digital way? Secondly, how can we reach new audiences or still our audience, despite we cannot invite them into our institutions yeah. and into our cinemas? And third, how can we reach out to political uh, and um, yeah, decision makers and convince them how important film culture is for our region? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I got to know you um, thanks to one of your personal projects called um, Outdoor Listening uh, Düsseldorf. Basically, the, 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 the English translation, right? Uh, in German, it's called um, Draußen Zuhören. Zuhören Draußen. Ah, Zuhören Draußen. Das Zuhören Draußen. Listening Outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm interested how, how this plays in what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. um, this is a project that I founded together with my virtual circle for the creative industries. In April 2020, I uh, established a new forum, which is called the Virtual Circle for Creative Industries. And I invited all the people that could not meet each other anymore um, into a digital realm on Zoom. Mm. And we exchanged um, methods, ideas, tools that empower our work despite the pandemic situation. And uh, we had like 70 events mm. in one and a half years every Wednesday morning. Okay. First coffee, 8.30 to 9.45. And we were thinking, what can we as creative do to um, help the society help um, people who are really by themselves and very lonesome? Mm -hmm. How can we reach out and help as creative to as creatives to to um, go outside and listen to people? And we had a wonderful um, keynote by Alexandra Pell from Bonn. And she's working for urban listening and sidewalk talks, which are international um, initiatives all around listening in the public space. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's also also a kiosk. What is kiosk in English? That's a good question. Uh, it's like a, like a small small yeah, shop. Store. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, a, a listening shop 
in uh, in Hamburg and in Berlin, mm. where you cannot buy anything, but you can find someone who really listens to you and your thoughts mm, and your nice. ideas and your Let's stories. Go to place to, yes. to be listened to. Yeah, Lucas, do you remember the free hack, um, the free hack yes. uh, initiative? So what we established is like free listening, outdoor listening. Okay. We go outside and we offer people to listen to them and um, really like um, without any kind of um, validation or mm. we don't give advice. We just listen to the people. And we thought as creative, we have to do something for the civil, yeah, for the society, because mm -hmm. uh, the political situation is as such that people lost a lot of trust in the political system. Yeah. And there's a lot of debate and clash and disruption. And uh, we want to offer people a space where there's really somebody who listens with two ears without any time uh, time limit and um, without without any any further agenda just listening to each other mm. as a, as an idea to build bridges and to find a better dialogue and a better understanding mm -hmm. for each other outside of our bubbles yeah when you mm. when you when you said free hugs it's like it just clicked in my mind I imagine mm. people with mm. t-shirts like free listening. Yeah. yeah, free listening, yeah. Yeah. And um I imagine that being actually not that easy for most people. Like that's that's a challenge, right? To like just don't just actively listen without adding anything yourself. Mm. Do you train these people what or we, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, we have like 80 volunteers now, 80, mm -hmm. and we uh, train them in like introduction seminars. Mm -hmm. They have uh, the possibility to go outside for a walk with people just for half an hour or an hour mm -hmm. just to listen to them. And what we actually do is not only active listening, but empathetic listening, okay. which means we just listen to someone. And we also relate with the people, mm -hmm. and we don't we don't interrupt people. We don't uh, evaluate what they are saying. We just uh, listen, and uh, with our entire presence and with an open heart, mm -hmm. lots of respect. And as a colleague from Azerbaijan just said, respect um, listening is like the first the first sign of respect for someone Ooh. yeah in our mm. culture i mean he's from azerbaijan right mm. and he said listening is for us the first sign for respect mm. for someone that is powerful for sure <laughs> and i couldn't agree more with that why um you think this is actually necessary like do you see a lack in society when it comes to this point? I think we live in a very complex time. I think we live in a very disruptive time. We had a lot of um, discussions and clashes also in families, in neighborhoods, 
family and friends uh, about different about different ideas of um, for example how to cope with the pandemic situation mm -hmm. there were people who were very protective people who were a kind of hysteric others were quite relaxed and also the question how do we meet who will we meet with how many people will we meet mm -hmm. will we travel are we going to uh, do any tests before we meet etc um, and also the entire subject of vaccination was a huge discussion in our society. Mm. So we think listening is like the first step to understand each other in a better way. Mm. And if we all started again to listen thoroughly what our, our friends say, it would be easier and we could be in a, in a better yeah, in a better relation with each other. And mm. secondly, uh, we can realize that we don't always have the same opinion, yeah. but we can still be friends. Okay. Yeah, we don't have to agree to respect each other. Yeah. I see. I'm just, I'm just curious, like, why or what's the reason we um, stop listening to each other, which is like a big thing. Like, why do we do that? Is that like a psychological factor in there? I think we are overwhelmed with the outdoor situation, with our external situation. We are overwhelmed with many, many um, challenges that we as a society and as also the politic has. Mm -hmm. uh, we have climate change. We have the pandemic situation. We also have like economic situations. We have like, um, I mean, here in Europe, we have like uh, a war coming up between Russia yeah, okay, and yeah, Ukraine yeah. just next door. On the other situation, on the other hand, we have uh, the entire subject of the refugees and how to deal and how to integrate um, 800,000 refugees in Germany. Mm. So at some point, and this is interesting. Um, at some point, um, I think we are overwhelmed by so many complex challenges that we are facing. And I feel we just go to the core and the very first beginning by listening to each other. Mm -hmm. It takes time, but it's, it's, it's really important to us. Okay. Um I'm just trying to picture the the listener right now saying, okay, how can I improve my listening skills? What would you tell them? Everybody is invited to do our introduction seminars and workshops. Mm -hmm. We do it every two weeks. Uh, we are uh, organizing keynotes on listening in very different areas, like, for example, presenting and listening like four levels of listening from mm. MIT. Maybe, you know, the ULAB from MIT, the presenting Institute, Otto Sharma. Mm -hmm. um, he is having a wonderful uh, lab called ULAB, which means change is like the first, the first step into change is changing yourself. Okay. okay. And he invented the ULAB and we are working also with 
instructors and experts from the ULAB. Mm -hmm. And um, we are offering everybody, not only all our volunteers, but also politicians, other cities, we are offering those workshops for free. Okay. So that, that's uh, considering uh, for someone, you know, to attend one of those. Um, mm -hmm. Could you give us maybe one or two um, tips so we can maybe try to improve on these? ourselves mm. on our own yeah if i have to pick uh, maybe two little hints how to listen better mm. yes <laughs> i would say um just step back for a moment from your ego just step a little back and uh, concentrate on an eye level on your counterpart or how do you say on the person you want to listen to mm -hmm. and look at the person and don't do anything in parallel i mean if i have my children like around in the afternoon uh, sitting somewhere or cooking i'm not a good listener when i do two or two or three things parallel mm -hmm. so, so if i really want to sit yeah multitask is just or playing on the smartphone mm. or um, doing anything in parallel if you really want to listen so thoroughly um just step back from your ego for a moment and just take your time okay Ooh. that sounds yeah okay yeah it's and easy third thing done, is don't sure. interrupt yeah and third thing is don't interrupt people Mm -hmm. unless it's not the right time to listen maybe it's not the right time I'm, I'm talking about pacing you know you you need to have the time and the concentration to listen mm -hmm. and sometimes it would be even better if you said you know what i'm just finishing this and then i can listen to you Makes sense. do you know what i mean yes. <laughs> yeah just um <laughs> give uh, your attention the the value it has really full attention uh, open heart oh open. what what what, open. what is that what is that this open. is like the open sign yes in my office like open heart open okay. be open mm -hmm. uh, and there are times when we are closed and not in the shape to listen well mm -hmm. so better Observe yourself and imagine, yeah, and think about the situation. Am I in a good shape to listen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Um, now that you mentioned uh, the sign behind you, pre-podcast, we briefly touched on that little piece of art you have hanging on your wall uh, behind you. Yeah. Um, what, is it, what does that stand for? And um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it has to do with listening or not. Yes? Okay, good, good. <laughs> I was just, I was just <laughs> like, I wasn't sure at all. <laughs> so how do you read it, Lukas? Yeah, so uh, when I saw it first time, I was like, du will stahles. And I was like, is that even German? Like, what is that? <laughs> and then you and read it, I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Felt so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what do you see? What 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 color has it, and what does it what does it mean? 
Okay, so um, you know, right out of the gate, right? Because I have no idea what it what it stands for. You know, it's it's um, it's in in like a bold red, and it drips down like blood, sort of. <laughs> and and it's 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 uh, on a white background. It's just three words, and on on a, on a, it's it's like a rectangle, and it gives me like horror movie vibes. Pretty much. So (laughs) (laughs) that's my my take on that. Nice observation. So it means I want everything. You want everything. Du willst alles. Yeah. uh, Means uh, for me, um, I want to have everything. I want to have, I want to, I want to travel to 55 countries. I want to work as a photographer. I want to work as a facilitator. I want to be a mother. I love sports. I uh, love music. I want to see a lot of people. And I want to be really like this creative change animal uh, that you Mm. also are. Also our listeners are all yeah, maybe eager to be creative and to be cosmopolitan and to be around and to 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 gain new experience and mm. not to stand there and do something like for 20 25 years but to explore all sorts of creativity and this is what it's all about and it's a wonderful um, um pick by uh, chris suko he studied at the academy uh, of arts in dusseldorf which mm. is quite well known and I know him personally, and I bought some of his artwork um, like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, when he was not famous at all okay. in the beginning. And now he's exhibiting all over the world. And it just means um, with this kind of um, color and like blood that it takes a lot to have everything. Ah, it takes a lot to um, explore everything and it's mm-hmm. not easy. And it's also like uh, the lifeblood we have. Mm-hmm. Like it takes a lot of sweat and um, blood and tears yeah. <laughs> to have and to get, conduct this kind of life. Okay. Don't you agree? Yes. Yes. True. <laughs> true. Now that you say it, it just clicks in my mind. Before it just didn't make sense. I don't know. <laughs> and this is like our um, creative fate, right? Mm. It's our fate. And it's not easy. It's yeah. it's not always easy, and it takes a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to conduct a creative or even an artist's life. Yeah, it, a lot of like mental mental struggle for sure. I'd say that's like the biggest challenge. It's like you have to fight against yourself, you know, and against your mm-hmm. doubts. So. Um, but that's the thing. I, I, I still don't understand why it's like, why it's uh, divided like that. Why the ST from Wilst is like broken up like that. So you can barely read it. Yeah, maybe it's just that um, it's like an intervention into our usual uh, seeing methods. I mean, it's like, it's like, um, yeah, it's art. I mean, mm. everybody sees anything, something different in this picture. Okay. I and mean, it works in the sense the, of it makes you stop yeah. and think, what is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. I see. I see. It's like an like an eye catcher. <laughs> All right. So that that's how that uh, plays into this. Um, getting back to the listening uh, project of yours, and I wanted to. I was curious about the the, the benefits of, uh, you know, living and practicing a healthy way of listening. Um, when it comes to your private, but also your work life, you know, when friends, family, your partner, um, your professional colleagues, um, how is improving the skill, which is basically what it is? It is a skill you can you can train and practice so you can become good at it. Um, how that helps you in your life? Listening can be trained like a muscle, like like a muscle, like in training within within sports, right? Mm -hmm. And the more thorough you listen, the better uh, understanding you get from the persons around you, mm -hmm. and if it affects all kind of areas and bubbles you're in in your family, in your microcosmos, in your neighborhood, uh, with your Uh, parents, uh, with, with, for example, colleagues or clients, even clients. Mm -hmm. If you, if you're working with clients and if you don't get the right understanding what they really need, um, you might offer them something they don't actually want. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm listening has so many different levels. And such a big influence on everybody's lives that it's, I can just encourage everybody to um, try to listen or try to build up listening capacities or competence in listening as much as he or she can. Okay. Okay. So that is a sort of the benefits when it comes to like the business side of it, right? That uh, you know. Uh, understand than prescribe mm -hmm. basically um yeah when it comes to 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 your personal relationships because good listening can i would even say make or break a relationship well um i think listening um is such a wonderful competence um, that you can discover even more. And as the Dalai Lama says, um, if you always talk and talk and talk, um, you won't gain any new insights. If you listen, you will learn something new. Mm -hmm. And this is also about the entire perception in our relationships for example if i only talk and talk and talk with my husband in the evenings mm -hmm. tell them what happened and happened and blah 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 um and if i don't ask him how he feels or what he um yeah what kind of experience he had today i will not really get in touch with him as thorough as I would ask him, well, how was your day? Mm. The same with children. When you raise children, listening is most important. Yeah. And if I interrupt them and tell them, you do this like this and this, and please 
do this and this. Um, um, it's a different relationship you build up with your children because you feel as a mother, or maybe if you don't listen, um, you pretend that you know much more than they know and you're not on an eye level anymore. And in raising kids, it's at some stage in some age. It's, it's not about um, educating kids. It's about the relationship between you and your kid. Mm -hmm. And listening is the key competence for raising children. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally agree. Um, I, just, I just had to think back on um, my childhood and how when I tried to, um, you know, let's say my parents tell them something about my life and they would just knock it off and tell me how they did things and, um, you know, this is how this is done, you know, the, this and this and this without really taking a, a second to understand my situation, um, my knowledge and how I react to things. I felt so misunderstood and it was so frustrating at times, right? Uh, I don't know, I'm not trying to blame my parents over here, but <laughs> <laughs> but it happens. It happens not only with, with, with your parents, but uh, it can happen with friends and with your with your loved one. And um, it really um, it 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 it's it feels like uh, even it even it even hurts a bit the trust you have, you have in that person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You feel like this person doesn't really care, or it seems like it, right? It just might be the the way of behaving, and they're just not realizing, or you know, not showing enough empathy, which might mm -hmm. be a big word here. That's mm -hmm. just how, how it feels to me right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is what I said in the beginning. If you take away the ego and put it in a cupboard somewhere mm -hmm. else, and you step back a little bit, bit and you just listen thoroughly, you can um, build up trust and gain a lot of new insights. Mm -hmm. And really come to a better understanding and to a better dialogue, and um, maybe also to new experiences in all levels of our relationships, also with clients. Also, mm -hmm. this reminds me of um, a quote. I'm probably butchering this now, but it, it went sort of like this: um, "Good listening." is uh, the setting aside of oneself mm -hmm. which yeah. basically is what you just mm -hmm. said <laughs> and our uh, most famous poet uh, johann wolfgang von goethe said talking feels like a necessity for us mm -hmm. but listening is an art Ooh, so we are back to the arts <laughs> okay. Just damn, damn good to just killing these things, motherfucker! Oh shit! All right, all right, all right. Nice. I love that. Um, let's move on and um, talk a little bit about um, your um, creative take on mm -hmm. 
on these topics and especially how you uh, deal with these uh, yourself, you know, in your private life. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, uh, it's two things. It's one, what does creativity mean to you? Mm-hmm. And two, how do you how do you apply it to your life? Um, what does creative creativity mean for me? Creativity is like the beginning and the end of all process I'm doing. Mm. The processes that I'm um, moderating and facilitating, for example, with people, with creatives, with different initiatives, is always it's always about sharing and being open and participation, which means I, as a consultant, don't have the solution. I'm working with the system, which is called systemic coaching, right? I'm working with the system. So, for example, if I go to a company and they have different challenges, struggles, I always ask... uh, the teams and the staff and all the employees, uh, what do you think could be a solution to your challenges? Mm-hmm. What would you offer? So I'm doing um, highly participative process. I'm not the one coming and uh, like preaching like a waterfall. You have to do this and this and this and this, and then you will solve your problems. Mm-hmm. So this form of moderation that I'm offering is um, a very creative aspect Mm. because I'm trying to make a setup and a frame that people are encouraged to speak openly and frankly Mm. about their needs. And this also creates a lot of creativity for solutions. So once you have like these factors that can lead you to your success that you say everything we, for example, discuss here is uh, confidential and we can all speak openly and we respect each other. We listen thoroughly. We don't interrupt anybody. This is all a sort of creativity and creative approach, how to work with people. Mm. And my hypothesis is that I think um, teams work much better if we are on an eye level and everybody is invited to participate in decision-making processes. Mm -hmm. And um, this is also the point where I see a lot of creativity coming from the people. So in my processes and in my in my entire life, creativity is like the essence of everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. So um, I, I hear that um, maybe these people um, are oftentimes maybe a little bit scared to share their ideas and open up in a way. And you help them get out there and share and work as a team and and again building up trust mm. trust to each other trust in deciding together trust in 
overcoming conflict, um, speaking out loud what they really need. Mm -hmm. And I think change processes can only succeed if we overcome all those um, ideas of fixed hierarchy that people like, I'm the boss and I know what we have to do now. Today, in our days, the boss is not the one who knows everything. The boss needs experts and we are all experts in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. And once we ask the experts, what would you think could be a solution? What would be the next good step? What should we explore? Where could we find different angles and ideas on how to find solutions to our current challenges? Mm -hmm. um, people become creative minds, yeah. but they need to build up trust in the beginning or to regain trust also in their leaders mm. and in their team members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and that. this is what we do as facilitators. We give the frame and the setup to really work together on a trustful eye level. Mm. Yeah. Picking picking up on that, you know, you you um, you use that word a lot, you know, eye level. And it is such a, I would even say, foreign concept to um, our modern way of uh, doing business and 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 uh, regarding the hierarchy, as you said, from companies. They're all vertically vertically organized, right? There's the boss, and then they have the managers and their employees, and goes like that. And what that does is it destroys it destroys in a sense trust, but also creates fear of you know losing your position, for example, if you speak up your mind and be honest and accept that you're doing maybe mistakes and you you don't know something, no be vulnerable. So um a lot of that you approach this creating your own framework, which is organized in a very horizontal way where everyone is the same in a sense and um, everyone is free to speak up and to share and um, there's no need to be scared about anything because no one has the power or the right to rule over you in a sense of course there are different methods of organizing a company but in our days where everything is so complex decision makers need experts around them and the decision makers of course um, can encourage people um, to bring in ideas and to be solution yeah to deliver solutions instead of being part also of the problem mm. it's it's just um, a very authentic idea of um, leadership that you encourage and you motivate people to bring in new ideas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is also in our, as we call the agile world. I mean, the it's, it's, it's a highly VUCA world. Do you know VUCA? VUCA? VUCA means it's, it's complex. It's uncertain. Okay. You know, our businesses are uh, volatile, volatile. So mm. it's changing a lot. Yeah. It's uncertain if we are going to have this product in five years time, yeah. because everything is changing all the time. Mm. It's complex. 
and it's um, it's agile, which means we have to react so fast to all the developments in business day by day, right? Mm -hmm. And um, once you have people who have like minds that are not um, flexible, um, you have you have really this problem that that you cannot react anymore to the to your market also. So if you want to motivate people to speak up, you have to listen first. Listening is one of the most um, underestimated leadership capacities. Yeah. yeah. People take it for granted and then it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because they don't know how to do it. Okay. Yeah. That, that's that's already a good way of, of looking at things. and. Um, I love how you will not only bring creativity to the table, but also um, it involves sharing and giving others the opportunity to be creative with you. So it's just like it's like this this exchange, right, of of, of ideas and 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 yeah, building of trust. It all, it all you know works together in that sense. So well. Um, yeah, as a team, and we look as as a team in creative industries. If we think of filmmaking, people are making a film in 30, 40 days together on a set, and they're all experts in their different areas. And it's absolutely crucial to have a common understanding how we want to how we want to implement. Um, can yeah certain certain terms of conduct i mean if how we respect each other how we listen to each other how we respect budget restrictions etc so they're only experts on a set and they have to mingle with each other and to be highly creative in a very short period of period of time mm. without knowing each other i mean this is really like a huge challenge. This is it in a nutshell, basically. And mm. yeah. And mm. the key to a successful team like that is, you know, honest communication in that sense. I yeah, I do warm-ups on sets mm -hmm. that I really do warm-ups. How do we, how do we, how do we want to work together? Mm -hmm. What is your idea? What is crucial for you? Yeah. And then people come in and they have ideas and we put them on a flip chart and we discuss it with each other and we mm -hmm. do a kind of um we call it factors of success. Mm -hmm. How can we be successful? What are the factors that we need? We don't don't talk bullshit about anybody else without saying uh, or telling the person personally for example. Yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, first. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah don't, don't talk behind people's back. <laughs> yes. No, but I love that, you know, you do you do a little, as you call it, warm-ups, where you put everyone on the same page, which is nice. Yes. Yes, on the same page. And um, also uh, feedback and uh, check-ins, check-outs in the evenings. Mm -hmm. What was good, what really 
what what happened today what was what hits our mind what do we need for tomorrow etc mm. just take a 10 minute break for reflection in the end of a shooting day yeah um maybe you have an a like an example like a specific time where uh they came at you with a problem um and of you know any type and you had to figure out how to tackle this um are we talking about film sets or are we talking about um like um leadership or um, uh, it can be it can be any of those two i'll leave it up to you maybe you have an experience that you know stuck with you and where there's a valuable lesson to being drawn out on good question i have to think i have to think could have been i mean um leadership sounds sounds more versatile in that sense probably uh more people can relate to that mm -hmm. than maybe a specific film set which is you know mm -hmm. mainly for uh photographers and film and video photographers and people mm -hmm. that work in that field mm -hmm. um let me think about it sure <laughs> sure um I'll, i'll 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 ask you again uh, after this next point because i happen to know that you brought to us um uh very long and juicy list of uh oh. <laughs> of yeah. uh, advice and tips for um yeah our young audience uh that you know they can check out on yeah i brought a wonderful uh little list with me let me have a look i actually so i had, these are uh, things that um if you you know if you're just trying to find new things depending on on what you do for your life or what you uh want to become um um you know we have we'll have a few film festivals on this one um that you can look maybe um plan your your year around them so you can attend these for example uh check them out online and things like that mm. So now you want some hints for young creatives, right? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm also teaching like a project management or let's say project setup uh, on a European level at the SOFA School of Film Advent Advancement. And um, what I really like a lot um, is this idea that we do not feel emotions, um, we do emotions. Mm -hmm. Which means um, emotions are there to get into motion, to start moving, right? Emotions. Mm -hmm. And we create our own emotions. And um, of course, we can um, doubt ourselves all the time Yeah, but I would strongly recommend not to doubt yourself, but to allow yourself to experiment and to, yeah, to um, really look into the things that are uh, 
working and not the ones that you haven't accomplished yet. Mm-hmm. So as an example, if, if you look at your career, Lucas, as a photographer, yeah. um, have you always been a good co- photographer f- right from the beginning? Of course, come on. Of course, I was <laughs> like born with a, a camera a in my hands. <laughs> I had no, a yeah, camera obviously in my I started hands. out pretty bad. <laughs> Good. So how did you gain experience and how did you become better and better? Mm. Yeah. Fail fast. Failing, fail fast. <laughs> fail fast, fall down, set your crone and walk. Mm. yeah by Get starting and by starting yeah. and don't you know don't yeah. be too scared to try out things and um yeah be okay with not being good at it right away right yeah so fail fast <laughs> fail fast <laughs> and means, strong yeah and strong <laughs> so you fall down um you set up your crone you get up and you 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 continue of course yeah And my first project, like, for example, at Berlinale Talents, my, our first academy, was a mess. It was chaotic. Mm. It was really chaotic. We had 500 talents from 140 countries. And we had a ticket system that didn't work. And people were screaming at us. Oh, no. But we learned fast. We failed fast. And we learned fast. Mm-hmm. And the second and the third edition until today, the 20th edition, mm-hmm. um, got better and better and improved and was Yeah, and this is, I, I think this is the process. And instead of doubting yourself, and um, I think doubt is a useless emotion. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, I think okay, should... I, didn't, I didn't see that curveball coming at me. <laughs> Because doubt leads you on a path to nowhere. Mm-hmm. You can uh, question yourself from time to time, but. Um, It's much more important to build up competence by experimenting and uh, believing in your capabilities and to trust in yourself. It gives you a lot more energy than doubting yourself. Mm. And you have to see what you accomplish and not what you haven't accomplished yet. So when I started as a photographer, like um, you did in the beginning, I was just, um, uh, when I developed my photos in the uh, laboratory by myself, in the dark room, black and white and so on, the first few um, copies and prints were not good. (laughs) So you just continue and you do and you get better. And from all experience, you get better and better. So this is my first thing. Stop doubting yourself. Um, start start doing doing your stuff, mm-hmm. and experiment, and allow yourself to fail, fail fast, and continue with lots of more experience. And I see, like for example, with my first clients, I wasn't really in the shape of, um, yeah, consulting as good as I'm as well as I'm doing it now, and mm-hmm. I I. I call these uh, experiences learning experiences. It's not failing or um, 
no success. It's just it's just a learning experience if you're not as good as you want to be. Mm-hmm. But you gain experience. And the second thing is comparison is useless. I think we shouldn't compare each other as with anybody else. There are people who might be um, kind of um, yeah, a kind of role model or somebody who does things as you would like to do them. But comparison is useless because we are what we are and we all have certain capabilities and certain um, ideas. And um, you can observe others, but I think it would be much more um yeah it would be much better to encourage yourself to try out things instead of looking at the most professional photographer in the world and saying oh i'm never going to be as good as he or she is yeah yeah, yeah. or i mean if i might just say something about that that second one i mean they're both equally important the second one is so crucial, and I learned that so late in life, um, because it makes you just so unhappy to, um, yeah, compare yourself to all those successful, beautiful people out there, and um, it's easy to fall into that trap of thinking, "Oh, why am I doing so bad in life? Why do I look so?" Not uh, look so sexy like these people. Why do I talk like them, act like them, be so cool? And um, it really is an endless loop that just brings misery to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I basically adopted this this um, mindset that I need to keep reminding myself of because it's easy to, mm-hmm. to fall out of it. Um, to just compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and the third thing, yeah, hold on a second. Basically, I didn't want to interrupt. There you can see if you improve or not over time. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is the most crucial point and recommendation I have. Uh, look for allies. Build up bonds. Mm. Build up a network. A network of complices as we say complices yeah yeah, complices complices um that are uh, working with you and try to be respectful and appreciate everybody you are surrounded by because your 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 assistant or your colleague could be also your future client or your future coach or expert or um, company mate or whatever. Yeah. I, for example, had um, in, in, in Berlinale Talents, I had an assistant and um, she's now one of the super duper new directors uh, for Netflix. And she just um, published and presented her film. Uh, together with Warner, she has a first look deal. She used to be my assistant and she's a super duper networking partner now for me. And another assistant um, was the boss at the European Film Academy. Mm. And she 
gave me a job 10 years later. I mean, this is great. And if you build up a good network and build up your bonds and your uh, colleagues, and you, if you always treat them respectfully and with a lot of fun and mm. you, yeah, you just, you just, you have a, a wonderful, um, a wonderful um, background of people supporting you in whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. because it's all about relations in the end it's about your personality and your relations yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, this is really crucial yes. treat them with love <laughs> yes. basically and yeah surround yourself with quality people you know yeah people that you know have the same visions and goals like you do same values because mm-hmm. people who like don't they 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 drag you down mm-hmm. they make you slower avoid so. frustrated deniers that's what i always frustrated say wow. people who are uh, criticizing your project yeah. people who are um, telling you you think too big this is never going to be realizable um, you're, you're a dreamer you will never make it just avoid those people <laughs> because yeah. they suck your energy. They suck your energy. And the last one, which is really important when you set up projects or companies, mm-hmm. shine a light, dare to be enthusiastic about your project. Dare to be, to be really uh, sh- shine a light and explain people what you really want with this project or with this idea or with this new um, development or an initiative that mm-hmm. you're going to, to, to uh, build up now. Because if you are not convinced by 150%, you cannot, um, you cannot, how do you say, unzünden? Um, yeah light up a fire in other people's you arms. can't light up others supporting you yeah. neither financials nor yeah. um, team members you have to inspire people and um, dare to be enthusiastic dare to shine a light mm. and dare to um, explain people what you really want and coming back to zuhören draußen or listening outside mm. Um, it was so easy to convince people how important listening is in our days, also outside on the streets, yeah. getting out of outside of our bubbles, you know. It was so easy to convince people because everybody has the sense that people need to be listened to right now in order to find answers to these complex times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I can I I I feel that every single week with this. This is a platform that serves listening. And um I I just I just notice when I have people on the show that maybe are not used to it, right? Um how they get the opportunity to share the ideas to someone who is just open. And they they glow, they they rise up and they're like, Oh, I love this. And they they start like sharing and sharing and this is and uh, it it's um 
changes their perspective in a way. And we gain new insights. Yeah. We yeah. gain new ideas. And it's all about connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so we all agree right. so on this. Those were four really <laughs> crucial like lifestyle tips, I would even say. <clears throat> uh, how to how to run your life. All right, nice. What else do we got? Oh, many more. Become an expert of the area you work in. Get to know your field and the players in your field. Mm. Not to compare, but to, to, to really research, research, research what people do in your field. Mm -hmm. Getting no, no, an idea allies, what people right? want. Know your allies. <laughs> Know your enemies? No, I'm not talking about enemies. But uh, know uh, your competitors. I mean, from PR-wise, I would say, know where in what kind of lake you're swimming in and know the other fish. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I mean... To use, to use yeah. a metaphor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are many reasons for that. Not only... So you know where you're at, but also because um, you, as you said, you maybe need them in the future for for anything. So wait, I think your image just froze. Wait, let's give Christine a second here. All right, nice. Yeah, we're back. Can you see me again? <laughs> <laughs> we just had a, a quick a, a quick froze down internet. Good. <laughs> But you can still hear me properly. Yes, I do. Cool. All right. Um, let's uh, hear some programs people might want to check out. I heard about that before too. Programs? Yeah, you mentioned something in Zurich, was it? Uh, yeah, I was working for the Zurich Film Festival for 10 years. Yeah. Programming documentaries and feature films for the competitions. Mm -hmm. I went to many, many festivals mm -hmm. all around the world. Yeah. From Sundance to Pusan to Durban to Stockholm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and which should, should people check out? Like, let's say I'm a young filmmaker, right? I want to... Festivals? Yeah. In the German-speaking realm or in Europe or all uh, around the world? Ooh. You're giving Good me question, all these huh? nice options. I would say let's go for Europe and maybe one worldwide. Europe. This gives me a hard time. I mean, for German-speaking um, creatives, I would, um, of course, recommend the Berlinale, which is mm. an audience festival. Yeah, which is going on right currently now. Currently running for another week. I would also recommend uh, Doc Leipzig, which is a documentary festival in Germany. Mm. Wonderful festival with like 400 documentaries. Okay. I would, um, abroad, I would um, strongly recommend um, Toronto Film Festival and Hot Dogs. Mm -hmm. As you can see, I'm a completely, uh, I'm a, a passionate about documentaries. 
Yeah, so yeah, hot dogs. I, yeah. Now that you like say it, yeah, even in the beginning, maybe. it's in April. It's wonderful. I love it. And um, coming back in autumn, um, what shall I say? November. I mean, Copenhagen is also wonderful, and Itfa in Amsterdam, the international documentary festival in Amsterdam. Okay. It's also very cool. 500 feature documentaries in one week. <laughs> okay, good. So we, we got a few that you know people yeah. can check out, and depending yeah. on where they live and where they want to be. Yeah. Right. And of course, Zurich Film Festival, but uh, the prices are pretty pretty high. Okay. Like in 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 Zurich, you pay like 20 euro for a ticket. It's different in Amsterdam. <laughs> okay. How different? Like, is it for free or? No, you have an accreditation and you pay like 150 euros and you can watch all over every day, like five to six to seven documentaries. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, these, these festivals always go, um, you know, up and down prices, depending on where they are, how big they are, how much uh, content they're offering. Um, are we leaving any anything on your list? Do you have anything else? I don't want to leave anything behind in that sense. No, I mean, we I gave already a lot. We touched uh, you know. a lot of subjects. We touched a lot of subjects. And there's a lot to say. And uh, for the German speaking people, I'm still offering the virtual circle for creative people. Mm -hmm. Well, like I can check that out, if I may ask. On my website. Uh, and uh, for the German-speaking territory, right? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe um, now this is as a natural um, like takeover. Um, share, share with the audience where exactly they can find how it's called, what they need to Google, um, and maybe um, yeah, throw some Instagram in there as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on my website. It's on change animal.com mm -hmm. and you can find it under events on the german web on the german version of the website because okay. i'm doing yeah, it for austria switzerland and germany right okay sweet and you can just sign up and you sign up and you just you just come by it's wednesday morning once a month all right it's in person yes It's in person. Yeah, it's it's on Zoom. It's a it's virtual okay. circle. Yeah, it's it's called virtuelle Zirkel für die Kreativwirtschaft. So virtual circle for creatives. Okay, okay. And who would you recommend that to? What's the, what's um, like the all ideal? people working in the creative area. Mm. Um, it's it's open. We have a lot of filmmakers, journalists. Uh, designers, photographers, um, lots of different mm -hmm. people. What can you expect to learn there? Like different tools and methods that encourage and in yeah help help us in our uh, business life. Mm -hmm. Like for example, I mean we had like seventy seven zero different events in the past, mm -hmm. and uh, we're offering tools and methods like. 
from listening capacities to yeah. design thinking yeah. to scrum to agile methods to resilience to um, um, mindfulness training mm -hmm. embodiment presencing voice um, breathing everything I mean everything that helps us to ease our lives all right sweet, sweet. creative so, sounds lives. exciting Mm -hmm. um, um, I wanted to ask you as well to um, share with the audience the social media channels you have going on that would be interesting to them um, you mean mine or yes. different ones Yours. yeah um, it's change animal on Facebook on Instagram um, on LinkedIn All right, Christine nice. von Fragstein it's YouTube <laughs> Yeah, okay, I didn't check that and out. And it's, of course, Zuhören draußen mm -hmm. um, on Instagram, Facebook, and next week we start on LinkedIn. And we also have a YouTube channel mm -hmm. with our keynotes on listening. All right, sweet. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I need to check out the YouTube channel. I didn't I didn't see that yet. <laughs> yeah, we just started. It's only two videos now. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um. Ooh, okay, so we we've come we're coming to an end, and we we have touched on many different topics so far. We have talked about you um, and uh, your background, how you ended up uh, getting into this industry of of managing all these different projects, and how to help teams and companies um, to find their creative selves in a way. No way. Oh, I like to put it that way. <clears throat> which uh, includes a lot. And um, we have talked about um, your project, uh, Listening Outside, and why that is important. We have talked a lot about listening, all the different aspects that includes that, right? Uh, why is it important? What are the benefits of it? How you can improve upon uh, listening? You know, what are different um, ways you can work on yourself? Um, to be better at it. As we said, it's a skill. It's like a muscle you need to train so it gets big and strong. And it is um, one of the most underrated skills, um, soft skills, right, um, nowadays. Uh, since, and we've talked about the importance it has now more than ever since we're facing so many really worldwide uh, problems at, at points. And that, we feel so helpless against and it makes us frustrated and it's very easy to carry all that frustration into our personal lives and uh, to our relationships with the, you know, our environment. And we had the pleasure to hear a ton of advice and tips from you <laughs> on how to live your life, <laughs> basically. How and, to live um, your creative life. <laughs> exactly. How to live a creative and happy life. Um, and we've heard about different festivals you uh, should uh, check out. Um, at least you should know them. Maybe have a look at the website and, um, uh, you know, maybe attend if, if, if you're into that. And um, yeah, so that was a little recap of our conversation. Before I finish this up, I always like to give another opportunity to you to share anything with us. It can be an idea to uh, a 
a funny story or an experience of yours that um, maybe we haven't talked about or you you like to share you never get asked about can be anything but actually i would like to maybe um end our conversation uh, with a quote that i put in um to all to all uh people that i try to um light up with the zuhören draußen project mm -hmm. and it um relates to the civil uh impact that listening has okay. can i maybe um, yeah. do this it's listening yes. builds bridges across milieus classes and mm. generations mm. especially now in these times we need more openness tolerance and understanding for each other and listening is the key to this and it promotes respectful values of our civil society you know this is what we talked about today also mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so okay this like is most little... important yeah summary yeah <laughs> okay so that that's kind of your your mission right your mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. to have an impact on civil society mm -hmm. and we start in Düsseldorf but we have like eight cities interested in the listening free listening <laughs> I love it so we we are we are thinking yeah how to develop this all further okay sweet and expand to other cities I love yeah. that love it yeah. love it love it um be the change right be the change yeah. you want to see in the world mm -hmm. okay great um with those with those inspiring words we're getting to the end um thank you christine for being with here and sharing uh some lovely time in uh in this conversation uh trying to inspire our listeners and um you know make make a difference there Thank you very much, Lucas. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. I mean, we're in <laughs> yes, the same so, city. <laughs> exactly, we live in the same city, but now we have to. Tomorrow. <laughs> we're doing an empathy walk tomorrow in the city okay. with lonesome people. <laughs> so if you want to join, we meet every weekend. Okay, we okay, I'll hit you up on walks. that. Yeah. I'll definitely be a part cool. of one and walk and, you know, Close, close my mouth and open my ears <laughs> <laughs> all right christine thank you so much uh thank you for your time we're all busy thank you all for listening as well to this episode uh feel free to check out christine's website and social media accounts they will all be obviously linked and listed in the description of this episode and all social posts this has been a blast thank you so much i'm lucas and this was the creative cast